The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's not another Buffalo podcast. The bi-weekly show hosted by three of the most underqualified sports personalities this side of the canal. With John. Josh was rushed into it either way. It's not like they had time to develop Josh. He was kind of thrown to the wolves because Nathan Peterman threw up a dud or five and a half. But Brando. If Eli Manning can be an undefeated New England Patriots team, then I can do anything that I want in this world. Like, I, you know. And Pat. Well, to quote, rage against the machine. <laughs> what what better place than here? And, um, you know, what, what better time than all right welcome back to not another buffalo podcast i am john I'm here with my wonderful co-host pat and brando you can find us on twitter at not buff podcast uh we are part of the buffalo rumblings network of podcasts and uh we're here it's wednesday night we finally reached that point of the off season where there's there's not much going on in the football world which will be fun for us because we get to do some some fun segments and stuff but uh how you guys been doing not too bad not too bad. Like I said, it was field trip day. We went to the farm. I saw baby goats, a.k.a. baby Josh Allen's, a.k.a. cute animals all day. Nice. Nice. Pat, how about you? Oh, beautiful day. You know, I didn't take a walk by the shower lap here today, but perhaps uh, next episode you'll see me out there. Nice. There's like what there's like two answers that Pat can give. Like I took a walk by the Charlotte Pier today, or I didn't take I a walk didn't to take the Charlotte a walk. Pier. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh it's like Schrodinger's walk here. You know, it's like before we know that it's one of the two, but we're, we're you know, is it both? Is it a binary condition that you know it's you know until we know until we hear it from Pat, you know, he is both taking a walk on the Charlotte Pier and yeah, also and not taking a walk on the Charlotte Pier. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I don't know if you guys saw what the uh, the Bills were up to today. The entire team went into the east side of Buffalo and were serving food to to that community and stuff today. I don't know if you saw any of the pictures on I social did. media. It wasn't just the say or it wasn't just the Bills. It was the Sabers and the Bandits. Yes, yes, you are yeah. correct. Yeah. Totally. Honestly, I had like five minutes to look at social media today. Apart from uh, I'm moving right now, so it's oh, yeah. it's been a. Uh, it's been a long week and uh, trying to work at the same time. But um, yeah, I just, I thought that was cool. I think we should be proud of our guys. I mean, Stefan Diggs flew in. I'm sure a bunch of other players did Steph, too. Steph Diggs, I was just going to say, I read that tweet from Brett Coleman. Uh, Stefan Diggs flew to Buffalo this morning solely to lay flowers at the memorial and distribute food into the community. 
Yeah. Like that's cool. Like yeah, just, just having guys that show up for that. And, uh, obviously the, the circumstances are, are not what we want. And it's, you know, unfortunate the reason that they had to be there, but you know, when your community needs you, these guys step up. It's cool. You saw every single, like 80 bills, I think showed up, which is pretty much the whole roster at this point. I don't know who else is on the, I think they have about six or seven open roster spots. So maybe they have like 80, 83 Yo, players. Pro football talk. Sorry to cut you off there. Um, no, you're good. They wrote an article today and their titled tweet was no team has a stronger bond to its community than the bills have to Buffalo. And the bills are proving it again after Saturday's racially motivated killings, Buffalo bills donate $400,000 to the neighborhood impacted. And, and like I said, it, it the circumstances suck. But this is not the first time that the Bills have have come out for for stuff like this. They they show up. I mean, the Micah Hyde charity softball game was was planned before this, even though a lot of the proceeds went to the families. But but yeah, it's just it's guys stepping up. You know, Josh always says the right things, which I think is is not to be underappreciated. He's who Buffalo needs at quarterback and in the community, the face of the franchise. I mean, even though Isaiah McKenzie Isaiah McK- would like to claim that <laughs> <laughs> that, that title, but. Did Isaiah make it? Was he there? I didn't. I only saw All like two seconds of pictures. Hundred percent attendance. Okay, cool. Yep. Yeah. So it was a hundred percent of the roster. Okay. Yep. But yeah, I do apologize. I like I said, I had five minutes tops of scrolling today. I'm scrolling right so, now. Like that's what I'm reading. <laughs> but anyway, we uh we got a fun topic to get to tonight. We had a listener. He uh, he sent us an email with some uh, some topics that we might cover in the off season. One of them, the first one we'll tackle. Actually, we'll probably hit the other one later in the off season as well. But this is a fun one. So, new stadium accommodation wish list, both realistic and unrealistic. As far as uh, the stadium goes, uh, we're in this kind of lull period where we're not sure when any kind of renderings are going to come out. Um, it's been rumored that they're further along in the architectural process than they might be leading on, which is good. But yeah, I'm, I, I don't know about you guys. I'm, I'm excited to see renderings. I'm excited to see, you know, a little preview of what it's going to look like. Um, but let's start with our realistic expectations and our, our just our, our list of wants. Uh, cup holders for the 300 section. <laughs> True. Uh, True. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't think that's too much to ask. That'll prevent fights too. <laughs> Same thing in the, uh, in the hockey arena too. So the Bukulas, come on, buddies. Anyways. We're talking football stadium right now. I won't get too petty. Um, <laughs> yeah, that that's always interesting. I want covered seats. I want 80%. Like 80% of people, 20% of people's fine. You know, whatever. You get some freaks that like that stuff. So give me the heated seats. Give me the heated floors. Give me the the where it doesn't cost an arm and a leg to get the heat from the ceiling, you know, like those sweet tickets yeah. cost a lot of money in the stadium. So maybe that's some geothermal or something along those lines. Yeah. Um, so I'm curious what kind of stadiums do have heated seats? Cause I put that on my unrealistic expectations list thinking that that wasn't cause I, I feel like it'd take a lot of power to run, you know, run electric through whatever 50, 60,000 seats. Oh, interesting. Phillips stadium, PSV football stadium to have the first stadium having heated seats. This was in 2013 though. Where is this? That's a soccer field. Is that in a, I'd assume that have to be a, a colder climate. Where is that? Is that a, is that in England? Travel directions. Let's see where it takes me. So like Scandinavia, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. 
you would think it'd have to be. I mean, maybe Scandinavia is the best guess because it'd, it'd probably be. I mean, we're thinking places where soccer is common and also north. I mean, it could be Russia. I yeah, guess. I was thinking Russia, maybe China. It's, or something south, it's in Amsterdam. It's just south of Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Okay, Scandinavia wasn't a terrible guess. We uh, we kind of meandered our way around yeah. to that. So I wonder how much power that takes to run. Probably quite a bit. Well, I'm just one Google search away. I know you, you think that a heated seat, a heated seat is probably about the same as a toaster. I would think so. 60,000 toasters. But yeah, like Pat, you said geothermal. I have no idea how you'd take that kind of energy and convert it into something that can run through the seats. Unless you had like water lines. Well, houses are houses are converted like houses run on on geothermal heat, like a lot of houses. Correct, do. but that is that I'd, I'd assume since you know I don't know that much about geothermal heat. I'm not going to pretend yeah. to be an expert here, but I'd assume since that's like a contained unit, you can you know use ge- geothermal heat and you know transduce it into something like water and then run air alongside of it and then create heated air that <laughs> way. I was me. thinking just like spraying under the seats, like every like you know five yards or whatever. Oh, true. Like a little vent. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, I, I don't know if how efficient that would be. I, I don't know how efficient that would be. Um, you know, they have heated benches for the players. So you could, if there's the benches are in the 300 levels. So true. You could just put okay, heated yeah, benches. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe for thinking benches, I'm also envisioning like individual seats with, uh, with, with fold down seats, which, like I said, that's not how the current, I don't know if there would be, if they'd all be fold down seats in the new stadium or not. Or if there still would be benches in the upper levels, probably but, benches. I would guess they're not going to do that much. Up. It, that keeps the price down a lot too, because you only need it's less material. It's right. you don't need armrests on every single seat. It's literally a bench with a sticker that says where you sit, as you guys know. Right, right. But yeah, so I don't know. Interesting geothermal. Just uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe dig a couple of really deep holes and just let the heat kind of kind of ooze up. I'm sure that. That'll work uh, from a structural standpoint. Um, sorry, I, my sarcastic voice sounds exactly like he rises. He rises, dog. Let let us en- engineer the stadium. We got it. Don't give worry. us uh, give us fire pits every section, like every vomitory. Give us like a, a barrel of fire. A barrel. You want you want a barrel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, how crowded is that barrel gonna get? Yeah, I mean, it's gonna it, look it like a Wu Tang Clan music video or something. It, yeah. It can't but. be more awkward than the uh, the pee troughs. As if it is, we so. have pee troughs, we have fire barrels in Buffalo. Come so would on. you That's would true. you request the new stadium has pee troughs? So no. <laughs> but no. then, like, what if you got to go and there's only six urinals? Dude, it helps so much with the flow of the logistical flow of people. So are you you're pro trough, Brandon? Uh yeah, yeah, I'll be pro trough. You're pro trough. Yeah, pro trough. Come on, bro. <laughs> that trough is disgusting. There's there's a relative level of disgusting, man. I have been in many worse bathrooms than a trough bathroom at a building. What game. if they just had more dividers? Okay, I you could do a trough with dividers. I would settle for that. It really is the dividers, like <laughs> you know. Yeah, there's no. Space. I was a Brandon and I were on the swim team, man. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna. It doesn't matter to me, so I'm gonna use it either. Yeah, but it's like on the list of things you want to see at Bill Stadium, like a fancy trough, <laughs> trough with dividers. I was thinking what maybe too, like some self service on some of the concessions and stuff, because like. Those Beer lines. vending machines. I mean, like maybe there's a guy by the machine that just like checks your ID and you just like punch right, it in right. or something. But I, I don't know. 
Like your dad was saying about Japan. Or, or I don't know. I don't know that you got to do some kind of wristband thing. Like, you know, maybe yeah. you do IDing on your way into the stadium yeah. and they have a, some kind of wristband system. That would be cool. I mean, maybe they, I know they have wristbands that actually have little RFID tags in them. I know that's probably an expensive option. Um, You're cutting into our $850 million budget here, John. Yeah, I know. We are really going off the rails here as far as idea. We faded into unrealistic. I have an idea. I have an idea. And I think you should be able to tell me if this is unrealistic or not. And I don't think it should be because it's not a lot. But like, all right, hit me. They have these sections of the stadium, right? Where it's like where 122 is, is the end zones. They have like a bar in the, one end zone. Yep. Um, but I, I need some wing bars, like a restaurant with like a yep. wing bar buffet. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I think that's realistic. Um, most new stadiums have that kind of cool stuff. They have a and, lot of cool restaurants like Detroit, little Caesars arena. When I went there, they had a lot of cool restaurants inside. Yeah. I know at, at Titan stadium on the 200 level on either side, they have a lot of like restaurants with false fronts, like that are typical, like, hot chicken places that you would find in Nashville. A lot mm-hmm. of the stereotypical Nashville stuff, you know, that, that most people think of when they think of Nashville, but yeah, no, I don't think that's unrealistic at all. And I'll, I'll tag onto that. One of my realistic asks was like craft beer bars. Like I want there to be a Southern tier bar in the stadium. There, there you should know, be, like, yeah. you know, and certain breweries can have their own like little spots in the stadium. I mean, obviously that's, you know, you see that in airports in different places. I mean, Josh like, Allen already has a seltzer too. Like, yeah, QB1. Yeah. So you you got to get like a designated spot in the stadium to be able to get those. Also, like to tag onto that as well, which I think is realistic. I don't know what the, because uh, the last time I was at the stadium, I was, this is crazy. I wasn't even 21 the last time I went to the stadium. <laughs> that my birthday? So, was that my 21st birthday? I think so. Yeah. No, it was uh, the last time I was at the stadium was um, the Browns game in yeah. December. That was, that was December, that probably. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. That was after that game. Yeah. That was probably December 2016. Yeah, 2016. Yeah, something like that. But anyway, um, I don't know if they have like, um, like craft beer on tap or they just have domestic stuff for each station. Like what, what, what's the tap list look like at, like, I'm just talking about your regular, like, okay. Pretzel beer, hot dog station, um, that you have like most, you know, at every, uh, every tunnel exit. I would say it's like, I don't even know, dude. I've gotten, I got red's apple ale once. Okay. Do they have an IPA on tap? I've never bought an IPA. (laughs) I was going to say they don't have Modelo. That's all that counts. But like. <laughs> I, I would say they have like in the sections where they sell the alcohol that are strictly for alcohol, they have choices. And there's like two okay. of them. I got a Reds. I got what's I got like Yingling. I got like, I don't know. There's other stuff besides blue, blue light, Bud Light. But you're right. I think they would have it. That would be cool. I mean, you have draft room right next to the Sabres arena. And that's a real cool place. They got all the beer on the wall, like all the stuff. Well, I feel like a, like first that, um, I'm sorry, Quebec center, like they do, they do a nice job of like, I don't know. They just have a lot of restaurants in there. I feel like, like every time I go, is it Quebec center? I'm sorry. I feel bad. Yeah. Okay. Like when I went there, especially though, they had a lot of like health options too. Like they had Rachel's Mediterranean and like a lot of other stuff that wasn't like typical. They even had like a taco place and stuff. So. When you say Rachel's, like all I can think of is Rick doing his uh his little spot for, for Rachel's, Rachel's on the broadcast. I love my Rachel's and you'll love yours. <laughs> <laughs> like Rick uh, on the broadcast always says that. But 
I think it's time you can flex your sponsors here because they're going to need more. They're going to that's half the reason they're doing this. They're getting more club suites. They're getting more, I don't know, whatever they do where people or businesses can buy them the box seats and stuff like that. Like, you know, Toshiba has a box in the Bills stadium and uh, Ford has a box and this company has a box, but there's not that many businesses to be able to really afford those. And uh, that's a big thing with the suites in Buffalo about generating revenue about why the league wanted the bills to get in a bigger arena. So you can see the like allocation of the seats will be a little different than they are now. And uh, you can flex that, I think with your food choices. Yeah. I think that they were thinking about doing a little bit more group seating as well. I think I heard where it's kind of like, it's a little bit more affordable than the club seating. So you might have some smaller businesses that might be able to, you know, afford to bring clients there where it is, it's seats, it's outside, but it's like group seating. So you have like a, it'd be like right below the clubs, I think. So yeah, they do this like, at like Yankees games. Yankees Stadium yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But you'd have that, that kind of uh, group seating in some of those prime areas. You know what I'm picturing? The Seinfeld episode where they go to the Yankees game and she wears the Orioles hat, but it's like, Yes, they make her take off the yeah, hat. Yeah, but you see the seating, they're like kind of grouped together. Good episode. That That is a good episode. <laughs> anyway, so uh, are we all out of realistic ideas? What do we got left? More elevators? Well, I was going to say my last one. Affordable tickets would be like my last realistic wish, but... That'd be interesting. I mean, you know, we, we're going to have the PSLs and stuff now. That's an entirely different conversation. But yeah, I mean, we're just going to have to see. that. I think they know that they can't price out the, the, you know, the general market in Buffalo, you know, if they raise the prices to a certain level, then people will just, you know, they can't raise it to a level where people will stop buying them because they can't afford them. They might try to find that level though. They will, they will try to find that balance. So there's a good chance that tickets are going up, um, for, for that reason, which, you know, is unfortunate, but again, it will still be most likely, the most affordable place to see a football game in the NFL or at least bottom five. Cause I mean, that's the kind of market that Buffalo is, you know, I had a, uh, I had a buddy that I used to live with who was a Patriots fan. And whenever they used to get Patriots tickets, they try to find the cheapest game of the year and they'd go sit in the nosebleeds up in the top of the 300 section and tickets were like $250 each. Yep. You know, I Ubered so, Patriots yeah. fans from Buffalo after the game one time and I was talking to them and they said the, uh, the drive, the hotel for two nights, the food and the tickets were all cheaper than what two tickets cost in Foxborough. They were super nice, you know, after the Patriots, but they were nice people. Yeah. I mean, take that <laughs> with a grain of salt. Football tickets are still, you know, super expensive. And obviously, you know, there's a balance between, you know, how great it is to watch a game at home and, you know, balancing that with the game day experience. So I, I think they'll do a lot of focusing on that, like the game day experience outside of the game itself. Um, which is obviously what they'd be putting into the stadium, the presentation, the fireworks, all everything that kind of goes into that, um, I think will play a role. But let's see. Uh, let me check and see if I had anything else on my realistic list. Well, a couple of things here, actually. Red end zones. I would love red end zones. Bring those back. Um, Seattle-like acoustics. You know, if you're going to build a stadium with the, the half cover, they're probably going to focus on wind. They're probably going to focus on the orientation to the stadium to deflect wind. They're going to focus on sun and which sideline is in the sun. Um, and you know, it's 
funny. I would actually think that it would be best to do it the opposite of Miami. Miami has it so that the visitors always sit in the sun, right? There is a rule on the orientation of the stadium in the NFL that it has to be a certain direction. Really? Yeah. Uh, I'll pull it up. I believe. I've never heard that. So that, that's interesting because there's an orientation to stadium that would best uh, reduce wind on the field. You know, so if you had the stadium parallel with the way the wind blows and it's blowing end to end, that probably wouldn't be very good. I believe they have to run north to south, according to reference.com. Well, uh, that's interesting. There are a too, couple that I've, run east to west. Oh, okay. Uh, I think the, the, Cowboys, the Cowboys stadium runs east to west because well, it's a dome, like, that, that's true. But that sun like goes straight in the window in everybody's eyes east to west. It says um, there are a few. They've mentioned AT&T Stadium. Okay. This was updated April 2nd, 2020. And it says the NFL has no official stance on whether stadiums should be oriented north to south or east to west. All right. I fact checked myself and I was wrong. Interesting. Yeah, so I would like them to at least focus on acoustics because, I mean, we know that Seattle is probably the loudest place to play in the NFL that's outside or semi-outside. So if you combine those acoustics with Bill's Mafia, like you're going to get the loudest stadium in the NFL pretty easily and uh, more home field advantage. Yeah, but with 60,000 fans, which is like the worst thing ever, I think, cutting the 10,000 fans. I, I still think so. I mean... You had Lamar Jackson taking a delay a game when there was 8,000 people in the stands in the current stadium. So I, I think it can still happen. So I have a I have a thing I was just searching on the internet and it just reminded me of what you said about the craft beer. So Ford Field, they gave their fans a living room experience and they serve local cuisine surrounding Greek town where the stadium is. And Ford Field features comfortable lounges that house all local Michigan craft beers. So, so do people watch the game from... Like on TVs in those lounges? Sometimes they do, but the the lounges still see the stadium. Yeah, and I I mean, I guess it's a dome, so they they can be semi-inside, outside. Yeah, so you can see the game happening. It's like being in a suite, but it's like you're just at a restaurant, I guess. That's cool. Those have got to be pretty expensive then, huh? Yep. I mean, there's the Niners have a museum, and like they have, but it's like you can still see the game. You know, all of these stadiums have crazy stuff like that. But anyways, I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves here. No, you're good. You're good. All right. Well, uh, we're we're running a little bit late on the clock here, but let's uh, let's hop over to uh, actually, you know what? I totally forgot to get a break in. So uh, we're going to do that really quick and we'll be right back with our unrealistic expectations for the uh, the new Bill Stadium. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. 
Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Unrealistic wish list for the new stadium. What do we got? Well, I feel like if Josh Allen doesn't go out and have the game of his entire life, are we talking about maybe a retractable slash permanent roof as an unrealistic expectation? Just I don't know. I mean, I think maybe some sort of retractability would be cool for the fan, or just a way, like you guys were saying, to heat the heat the place better. Because I mean, and Brandon and I were there, and don't get me wrong, it was a great time, but like I feel like I don't know. Better, better heating options, like more so even than seats, like ideally being inside or partially enclosed. Obviously a retractable roof. Yeah. I, I feel like you can't beat a retractable roof. It's just, uh, yeah, like you said, it'd be great. It's the price that makes it unrealistic. Unfortunately, I, uh, I actually was interestingly enough, I was in Atlanta when they were building oh, Mercedes. Mercedes-Benz stadium with, uh, and you guys have seen that roof, you know, it looks like something out of the Avengers or something like that, the way the blades open on top, which is, uh, which is pretty cool. But yeah, obviously we're, uh, we're not anywhere close to affording that stadium, but we have a much better football team than Atlanta right now. So I'll, uh, I'll take it. But Brandon, what, what do you got? What's your, uh, first unrealistic? Um, if you have ever been to Jacksonville, you would see that they have a, um, section behind their end zone where it has pools on each of their end zones and in the corners they have pools and I would propose hot tubs um, for those oh, winter so games. They also have a dog park corner. I don't know how that, that's Jacksonville. I don't really need that in Buffalo. Dogs are not to be brought to Bill's games for many reasons but um, when I was searching cool stadium features it said Jacksonville had pools and a dog park so I will just change that to hot tubs in a beer <laughs> so, garden. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Beer garden, you said? I like that. Yeah. I do like that. So this is a good time to uh, insert the the listener who emailed us his unrealistic uh, wish list expectation. Um, <laughs> this is pretty funny. He said, I mean, unlike stadiums with pools filled with hot women, I just want a hot tub in the new stadium filled with middle-aged mustache dudes from the early 1990s like that in that iconic photo. Is that too much to ask? <laughs> <laughs> the passion, the spirit of... Of those guys, for sure. Oh, yeah. Okay, so the first thing I said was heated seats on my unrealistic expectation. We already talked about that. Also, is it too much to ask for preloaded beer hats on sale with like preloaded with Southern Tier double IPA? How much would you pay? Would you pay $50 for the hat? (laughs) No, I mean, I'd probably pay like, okay, so if it has like two two 16-ounce tall boys on it. Yeah, 40 seems fair. 40 seems fair because you got to think that they're probably selling both those beers for 12 to 15 bucks for a yeah. tall boy. Probably like, or a 16 probably like $18. Yeah. Yeah. But well, honestly, especially, you're probably especially looking at 50 bucks. A, if it's a premium beer, yeah. Like, then yeah. But again, like, you get that and you're pretty much set for the entire game. <laughs> like, you know, you're talking about a Southern Tier Double IPA. This is not a light beer, you know? So, but you, you're set. You're just like ready to go. I would, I would enjoy that. I don't know how many other people would like like that. I mean, most people would probably put a seltzer or Bud Light or Blue Light in their hat. Or Fireball or tequila. Dr. Pepper. 
<laughs> Got the kid size. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Dr. Pepper. That'd totally, be awesome. That'd be awesome. Totally Give them That'd be hilarious. Kids yeah. hats with double Dr. Peppers on the other side. Yeah, they'll, uh, Dr. Pepper, like high they'll C. Be, uh, they'll be jacked up for the first two uh, two quarters and asleep for the last two in the ride home. So uh, there you go, parents. That's uh, that's for you. Can I give you a guest service hat take on this? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hit us. Actually, um, we really haven't talked about um, your job at all or, you know, wheeling people around. Do you want more elevators? Was that one of your, <laughs> yes, uh, yes. Yes. your things? They could comply to ADA a little yes, bit better. There's only two that go all the way up to the very top row to the catwalk of the 300 level, which Pat, I've seen Pat up there. Like he knows that that's the best it's very, view. It's very steep. Very steep. It's very Poor steep, Brandon. but it's a good view. I go up there. Um, but in San Francisco, uh, their Levi Stadium, they introduced a mobile app that you can order, pay for food, and you can have in-seat delivery. Oh, see, that would be um, amazing. And I think that would offer jobs. You'd get more jobs. People would do that, I think, to work those games and make probably good money. And they also have an app. I don't know how many times I've been asked. You know, I might be putting my job out of business. But um, they have a Wayfind feature that helps fans navigate to any point of interest in the stadium, including your seat when you put the seat into the app. Um, and it shares information about wait times in lines. Um, I know Florida Panthers arena did this too. When I was down there, um, they show what bathrooms the closest to where you are and the wait line for that bathroom. Um, so that's kind of cool because you can kind of pick and choose where you want to go. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I mean, if, if multiple people are watching that too, that spreads out the, uh, the bathroom demand pretty easily. It might fix your trough issue. Well, I mean, the trough thing is too, is like when you're there, you have to be very strategic about when you go. So you're not like, you know, shoulder to shoulder. I'm thinking too, when you were talking about kids, what about more kid friendly options or activities at the stadium? Some sort of jungle gym derivative or like, I don't know. Yeah, have, like kids. have Fisher, have Fisher Price put something in there like they have at the That's airport. That's a good idea. But this yeah. is what I'm thinking. I, my first thought of that is Comerica Park with the... Um, carousel that they have, oh, the, they have a carousel? the Ferris wheel. No, they have a Ferris wheel, Ferris the famous wheel. Ferris wheel. It's a baseball Ferris wheel. It's in Comerica Park. Wait, you is that the Comerica one in DC? Park. Comerica, that's no, Detroit. Detroit. That's Detroit. Oh, all right. Um, the D- Detroit Comerica Park, yeah, it's a uh, kind of an iconic part of their park, but that would be cool. But what is that in Buffalo? Is that a uh, ice rink? Ooh, an ice rink. Oh, like, dude, nine thousand. They, they do a lot of stuff, they do do a lot of stuff for the kids in the field house. It's all decked out for the kids before the game. Um, they do the putt putt pictures, tattoos. Like they have a whole corner by the right after the believers, the band where they do all of this stuff for these kids. So I think that you could expand on that, but they do have a lot already. Yeah, that's cool. That's, that's yeah, good. I mean, no, we are awesome. slowly going back to realistic here, honestly. Like, this, this <laughs> well, ain't bad. You, you dream big, right? Dream big and reach for the stars and you know, you might hit the moon, but whatever. Whatever that saying is. Inspirational by by Brandon here. <laughs> Eli Manning. <laughs> <laughs> Eli Manning can be Tom Brady that we can get freaking heated seats in the stadium. Oh, dude, that would be, I would, I wouldn't care if it was like, oh, dude, it, it could be any temperature. And if it was a heated seat, I'd be fine. No, downside to heated floor. seats. The, the people who have had one or too many uh, Pepsis might not be able to tell if they've uh, wet themselves yet or not. So uh, yeah, that, that totally would happen too. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Please uh, prevent Brandon from having to clean that up. I uh, won't. <laughs> I call people to do that now. I'm past that point of my tenure of jobs. Nice. And that nice. counts in kindergarten too. That's <laughs> that, good. That's also good. That's also good. 
Um, Moving up. The last thing, last thing I have is at SoFi Stadium. I don't know if you've you've seen the pictures of it, but they have this beautiful like pond, open park space where it's like there's kind of like columns from the stadium, and it's kind of like this hybrid inside outside like nature cool place. But I think you could do something like that to celebrate Buffalo. I don't know. You could put talk about the waterfront, Skyway, whatever animal, Buffalo animal, whatever it is. I don't care. But I think that would be cool outside the stadium. Connect it to the field house somehow. All right, make let's it. make this. Let's make this completely unrealistic here for a second. This is this all is right. what we need. We need lots of water. We need a small replica of all the Great Lakes, artificially dug ponds. So it looks like the Great Lakes. You can dude, go fishing dude, before Bills games. You no, can. not even that. But and then you can ice skate them out. Ice skate them in the winter too. They have Bills jet skis ready to go. You can rent them, sign a waiver, drive away while the people are fishing too. Um, I just, by the way, you ever yes, watch Pat, a Giants game? As well. A San Fran Giants game. They're, they're right on the water, and there's people kayaking in the back. Yeah, like McCovey Cove. Home run ball. Oh, and, and it's just then you got like just crazy stuff at all these other arenas. It doesn't have to be. I like, bro. In my brain, I have a picture of the Great Lakes on my living room. So it's like the hand in Michigan, but it goes like that would be cool to have in front of a Great Lakes City's team. Like that would be a cool, like you you fill it out and it's like a monument water fountain kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I I will you know to be able to fish in a big lake like that. I don't know. If you, that's that's true. massive. That's now, massive. what could we get? Like I know the whole the Tampa Bay pirate ship thing is is, yeah. is kind of weird. What could we get for Buffalo that would be like the Tampa Bay pirate ship? I that, was just you know, thinking they, the they same thing. The I don't know. You know, they fire the buffalo on the field, a trained buffalo. Yeah, like have, no, have a pet buffalo. As long as it was humane and like the buffalo was cool with it. Um, or we, <laughs> we could like make the Isley brothers at 75, 80 years old, come out and perform the shout song after every single touchdown, just pay them like an insane <laughs> amount of money. Yes. I think they'd finally have to get rid of the shout song after field goals. If that was the, uh, if that was the case. So the debate could long end. It's tough when you score six touchdowns a game. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> like they have heart attacks. Yeah. Aren't, aren't, also, can we just like take a second to appreciate the fact that we're not sitting here arguing about whether they should play this shout song after field goals or not? Because that was a huge topic of conversation throughout the really? drought. Really? Yeah. Did, do you remember well, like here? I, I mean, they used to talk about it on GR and stuff like that. It used to be oh, like no. people used to call in and be like, "You shouldn't That's play the shout song after field goals. Yeah. You should." Yeah. It's just like. When we had nothing else better to talk about, that's what we uh, fought amongst ourselves with. So, I think we're in a Fred much. Edwards, JP Lossman, <laughs> the shout song is not after field goals. <laughs> I was just thinking about that the other day too. Like, do you remember they were talking about like good teams converting? I think we were just under fifty percent. And then I was watching some highlights, um, some Falcons highlights, believe it or not, and they converted like thirty-eight percent of their third downs. And I just kept thinking, like, want to know why? Why? Because Matt Ryan's not elite. Well, he's he's <laughs> aging. He's aging. You know, general t- generation. I just you, you <laughs> no, said it carry but, on, um, carry on. Nah, man. And then I got thinking. I was like, dude, do you remember like the absolute like disgust and like like stress you would have on third downs during like the drought era? Like, yeah. I felt like we never converted more than like four first downs in a game ever, and like just always thinking that any like third down was not going to be converted. Ever, so. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and on defense, we have the train horn, right? So, I yeah. Mean, do we do we have a like a you know Ooh, we could have a train. replica train? We could have a train. 
Yo, we could have a train ride around the stadium. Yo, that cool. would be that would be cooler than the Ferris Across, wheel. You know what else is cool though is in in the uh, I guess it would be the like west side, looking north. So the northwest side of the stadium, when you're very up in the top row, you see the lake, you see the windmills, you see the city. Um, when the sun sets back there, it's like very beautiful. But that's only on half the stadium. That's only half of the side. But if you had a train that went around the top like that, like where I was just talking, where I saw Pat that one time in the 300 level yeah. last row where the bathrooms are up there, you could do it. That would be cool. And then like s- symbolically have that train horn on third down. Like if you're on the train, you get to like pull the screen <laughs> that makes that noise. Like I that's think like a whole thing. I think I figured it out. We need a Buffalo shaped blimp to be doing the aerial coverage for all the games <laughs> and be attached with obviously a train horn too. You can blow from there and you got to have like the red eyes and then you got to have like the smoke come out of the nostrils whenever the bills score. Like that's, that's, that's what you're with. It's like the bills score. Wait, that's a cloud. <laughs> there you go. So that'd be cool. Anything cool. There's something different. Make it memorable. Yeah, blimp would some, be cool. I don't think I've ever seen a blimp something. in real life. Man, <laughs> Until like a snow <laughs> blizzard comes and you can't even see across the field. Right. And you're like there's something up there. Maybe. At least the train right. would have tracks, like you know where the tracks are going to lead. I like the train right. idea. Honestly. Right, that's true. Also, I mean, I mean, how many people is this train carrying? Because I feel like there'd be plenty of uh, inebriated people hopping on yeah. this train and having They'd a good time. They'd have to have a tight seatbelt yeah, policy. I mean, yeah, I mean, let, maybe let them it's do like it. a kids thing. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, funny. All right, well, I, I think that's all we got as far as. Uh, unrealistic and realistic but I'm, I'm excited to see the new stadium um i mean we're still what four three years away something like that four years 2026 or was it 2028 can't remember either oh, way 2026 i believe either way it'll be exciting hopefully we get some renderings soon so we get to peek and uh discuss if you guys listening have any other ideas feel free to uh tweet at us at not buff podcast but i think that's gonna do it for this one so yeah go bills go bills yeah, go bills. Yeah.